0: Ladies back, and gentlemen, welcome back, back to yes, the podcast. I know it's been a while. I've been slacking. I haven't been putting in the work, but we're back. We're back in Endicott College, Beverly, Massachusetts. And man, I'm stuck in Hale, Vegas. By myself for this entire weekend and I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself I really don't I've been sitting in here it's been maybe four no it's been like six hours now it's like 10 30 I got here around 4 30 and I'm losing my mind I've I've watched about three movies by now and it's just a disaster already I to begin with I went to the bathroom listening to music with my headphones on my airpods I don't know why I decided to keep my airpods in but I did and as I slowly opened the door lock it Go sit down, have a nice number two. I had an incident, and the incident says that this is a, the incident is not minor. It's a major incident. As I'm taking my number two, my AirPod falls into my number two. <laughs> <laughs> it does, and you know what? I won't give details, but the poor guy, poor AirPod. We'll call him Little Freddy. We had to flush Little Freddy down the toilet. So I currently have one AirPod. <laughs> so this is how I start my quarantine. This is this is just a fast quick start to this 3-day quarantine. And man, I don't know if it can go downhill from here, but it probably will. I don't I don't see anything good coming out of this next 3 days. I'm going to literally lose my mind. I'm stuck in this room, this singular single dorm. One person, just me, no one else. Just Dealing with my thoughts in my head, watching TV, and I'm hearing people outside my door laughing. How are they out there? First off, how is this allowed? I want to know how this is allowed because this is bullshit. I'm sitting in here with my thumb up my ass watching TV. I want to go out. I want to do shit, but no, I'm biting the bullet, and these people are laughing. They're like, it's like they're laughing at me. It's like I'm the asshole. I don't know what these people deal with. I don't know if they think they're better than me, if they're better than everyone else sitting in their room alone doing nothing, but that's complete bullshit they're just laughing out there like nothing's going on like we're not sitting in here man that just fired me up i just I couldn't believe it. That was just ignorant on their part. And to top it all off, I haven't stopped eating one bit. I haven't stopped. They gave us these baggy of goods. They gave us some pretzels. They gave us a juice box, an apple, an orange, a granola bar. Granted, this is supposed to be our dinner and our breakfast tomorrow. So these gourmet snacks, they're not going to cut it. These gourmet snacks, they are not going to do the job. So thank the damn Lord I stopped at the grocery store before I had to quarantine because I bought worth of groceries. I swear and I have not stopped eating since I got here. I really haven't I've been trying to watch my figure work out eat the right things and I'm stuck in this dorm No weights, no gym, nothing just a bunch of food and I've been shoveling my face to nonstop. It's funny like over break when I was back in Arizona We went to the Coyotes game and there's all these rules with like COVID, and you got to wear your mask. But the only time you don't have to wear your mask is when you're eating in your seat. So, you know, I'm a fucking genius. I have a 200 IQ. I just get food the whole time, and I just eat the entire game. I didn't stop. I ate peanuts the whole game. I went, and I got more peanuts, or I got some chicken tenders. Granted, I wasn't watching my figure at this time. I just kept eating the whole game, and they couldn't say shit. They couldn't say shit to me, so I didn't have to wear my mask. I cheated the system. Or, you know what, they just might be geniuses and I'm the dumbass who decided to spend $100 worth of food at the damn hockey game. Man, I really have not recorded in a while because so much shit, so much damn stuff has happened. I mean, my friend Carson Dimoff made an absolute scene at the bowling alley and it hasn't been talked about. No one has talked about it. Not me, not anyone. So we're going to expose him right now. So we're at the bowling alley. And we got this tower of beer. So it's about, I don't know, 10 beers in the tower. And we got two of them. There's four of us. We're all sharing it. And out of nowhere, young buckaroo Carson Dimoff decides to just venture to the bathroom. And I'm just watching him, you know. I'm watching him. And on his way to the bathroom, he just decides to throw up all over the bowling alley. Just all over the floor. And not one single person saw it besides me. Not one damn person saw it. So I took the initiative. I ran to the bathroom, grabbed some paper towels, cleaned this motherfucker's puke off the floor before anyone could see it. And we just went on with business. We went on bowling. We bowled our 160s. Yes, we're good at bowling. We just went along like nothing happened and no one has spoken about it. Not one person. We went back to the bowling alley. They didn't even know. It's like nothing happened and I think it was about time that this story was told and that Carson learns his lesson from this because this type of behavior shouldn't be allowed. It really shouldn't. This man should have been tossed out of this bowling alley. He should be banned from Bolero forever, but guess what? We're going back every Tuesday this summer and unless the Bolero workers listen to the 21-year-old freshman podcast, they're never going to know and each and every week we're just going to keep running the risk with this. All right, moving on from the bowling alley, me and Carson off I had the honor this break to experience our first McRib together, and I'll tell you what, it was an experience of a lifetime. When they talk about it being the most important sandwich of the year, they are not lying one bit. This is one damn good sandwich, and man, me sitting in this dorm right now, I would absolutely kill to have a McRib in my hand right now. And now, I mean, the McRib was so hyped up, the commercials the social media presence, everything about the McRib was hyped up. And now I'm looking on TV and Taco Bell thinks they can compete with the McRib. And I'll tell you what, they can't. They're trying to bring back the nacho fries like it's the McRib, like it's a once in a lifetime experience. I'm sorry, Taco Bell. You got some great tacos. You got rid of the damn quesarito Taco Bell. You got rid of the quesarito and I'm never going to forgive you for that. So you trying to hype up the nacho fries like they're the McRib is just disgraceful. It's a disgrace to fast food because the McRib is next level. Nacho fries, very average, a very average meal. It does not deserve to be hyped up when it's coming back i'm sorry and i'll always hold it against you that you took away the quesarito because that was the best thing on any fast food menu ever and you should be put out a business for doing that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for getting worked up. I just have so much pride, so much love for the McRib that it just does not deserve to be disrespected by a food item like the nacho fries. Okay. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. As I'm on the topic of food, I've been door dashing a shit ton before I came back to campus. I've been trying to make money. The podcast doesn't pay the bills yet. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. One day it will. One day this podcast will pay the bills, but I had to DoorDash. I'm a part-time DoorDash driver. Okay. And These people and their orders just drive me up a wall. There's so much shit I can cry about. A man like me just trying to work hard, trying to make a living should not have to go through the bullshit I go through being a DoorDash driver. Not a DoorDash driver, a part-time DoorDash driver. Meanwhile, I have to deal with these fucking crazy people that order their food on DoorDash. Why are they crazy? Why are these people crazy? I Okay, I made a mistake. I drove a piece of salmon from Cheesecake Factory all the way to someone's house. I dropped it off at their neighbor's house because I'm a dumbass and I got confused. The lady calls me. I go back within a minute. Not even a minute. I swear to God, 30 seconds. I go back to her neighbor's house to go grab the food from the porch, and it's gone. So I knock on the door, and this buffoon of a man in his underwear comes out. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. That wasn't your food. Like, can I get it back? I got to deliver it to the people next door. He's like, uh, uh, I ate it. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I already ate it. I'm like, you're kidding, right? He's like, no. So I have to go through the stress. The terrible terrible stress of having to confront this lady and tell her that her neighbor ate her fucking salmon. He ate it. Every last bit of it. He ate it as if Peter fucking Pan flew to his door from Neverland at 11 p.m. and dropped him off a piece of Atlantic salmon from the Cheesecake Factory. And I have to be the one. I'm the messenger. And this fucking lady ripped me to shreds. She made me feel like the worst person to ever live. Like, I really, really got ripped to shreds. I'm just a college student back in town trying to make a few... Bucks and I just get destroyed. Every last ounce of me. I lost so much confidence in being a DoorDash driver. Every time I go to a door now, I have to like quadruple check to see if it's the right house. I have to wait. I just have no confidence as a DoorDash driver. It's all gone. Zero confidence. I'm scared to go out there in the car and deliver orders now because I just know that there's mean ass people out there that if they don't get their food or something doesn't go right, they are gonna ruin your day. They are not gonna hold back because they're hungry and for some reason they have a grudge against me i don't know why it's like they're waiting for me to do something wrong they're just waiting for that one mistake just so they could absolutely tear into me over text or over the phone and you know what the worst part is out of all this not the people yelling at me not all the shit i have to go to when i'm out in the trenches out in my car delivering orders and no the worst part is that my dad tony gabriel is probably the most guilty of these heinous, heinous actions of anyone. He is the one who goes on their phone when the order doesn't go his way and he absolutely shreds into the DoorDash driver. Like it is a nightmare for that person he just lets them know if we don't get a piece of lasagna if we don't get one of our meals that person delivering the orders they might as well just quit the job because they're going to lose all their confidence just like I did he will end them he will let them know that our dinner was ruined our night in with the family is completely ruined blown to shreds it's over all because this person forgot our order and no he doesn't just stop he keeps going he makes that DoorDash driver go back to the restaurant and get us our food. He doesn't hold back. He doesn't give a shit. He lets them know that we're going to get our food one way or the other. It doesn't matter if it's now or later. We're going to get it. So it's just like I can't escape it. No matter what, if I go out and get orders, the confidence, it's gone. I know somehow, some way, I'm going to get ripped to shreds. On the other hand, I come home, and I just witness it firsthand in my household. It's like I'm in my own personal DoorDash driver hell, and I just can't get out because I have to make money. <sighs> All right, enough of DoorDash, but man, on the topic of my dad, this guy, he's a lunatic in the best ways. He has his own special, absolutely out-of-this-world way of taking a COVID test. No, he doesn't go to the hospital. He doesn't go to urgent care. No, this man farts on the couch sits there and rips farts on the couch with me sitting there and wafts them into his nose to see if he could smell them. And if he can, he knows he doesn't have COVID. How fucking absurd is this? I am not joking. I sit there firsthandedly and watch it happen. And yes, I don't have COVID because I already had it. So I could fucking smell these farts like no other. And it's every single day. And it's actually probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard, but it's repulsive. Absolutely disgusting at the same time, man. And that was a hell of a long break. And, I mean, it's pretty nice being back, not going to lie. It's fucking cold though. It is so damn cold. Maybe like 10 degrees. With the wind it feels like negative. It's actually ridiculous compared to like 50, golf, sunshine. Yeah, it's a big change but it's nice being back. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. This whole podcast is going to change. And when I say change, like not the comedy, not the content. No, we're going to start dropping episodes every single Thursday instead of Monday now. So it's going to change the Thursday. We're going to have guests each and every week and it's going to be like a happy hour. We're going to sit back have some drinks have a laugh and just talk that's what it's going to be like it's been a long time coming but I just think this is going to be so much better we're going to get so many more people involved it's going to be more of like a community thing so I just can't wait we're going to cut this one short right here because I just want to tell you guys I'm super excited I'll see you guys next Thursday and have a great fucking week first week back at school for some of you and please get ready for next week's episode because it's going to be an absolute work of art.